and Matt. We're an interracial couple with two kids wanting to do something that highlights the power of friendship and what it means to be in the company of true friends. We're going to move our society away and out of the loneliness epidemic and into a friendlier, happier world. Welcome to our friendly world. Better, stronger, together. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Hi. Hello. <laughs> I have a message. I have a message for all of us today. Uh-oh. A message that has been coming to me for a while and it showed up again. 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 All right. Do you know what a murmur is? Well, like a heart murmur is where your heart makes a strange noise right. it's not supposed to make. <laughs> but like a murmur, like you hear things happening. Well, yeah, right? it's like a... Yeah, a murmur is when hundreds or thousands of starlings flock together and create swooping, swirling patterns in the sky. We've all seen it, you know, like all of a sudden you look up because you hear something in the sky. Mm-hmm. You see just so many of them flying and they're in unison. They're in perfect harmony, synchronicity. I don't know what the one word for it is, but they're all moving together and in a split second, they shift and they travel in a completely different way. And they do this over and over again. And if you look at it, there like there are some videos online that you can look up, but like they create these shapes. It's a symphony. It's like a visual symphony. It's amazing. It's outrageous how a big group like that in formation and harmony and perfect synchronicity create together. So Starling, I had to look up what Starling was. I'm like, what is that? I thought it was just all birds who do this. But in particular, it's this particular kind of bird that looks dark, like it looks black. But when you see them up close, they have all the colors, like bright yellows and metallic purples and reds. And it's fantastic. You've seen them. They're on your lawn, wherever you are. (laughs) So... I know that last time I had my um, outrage, my art rage, and I was talking about this a little bit about how we all move together, things affect us a certain way, and then we all transform together, we all move together, even though we think we're such individual beings. And I always say, we always say, and we all know that when one of us hurts, we all hurt. When someone is experiencing something on this side of the planet, we're also experiencing it. When you get a brilliant idea, that same idea has been seeded in someone else at the same exact time. Who's going to take action on it? Who's going to create it? Who's going to listen? So today's message is about this, the spiritual metaphysical meaning of the spurred, the starling. And here's, here's some of the messages that I looked up. Are you ready? Okay. I'm assuming that's a yes because you're just staring at me. <laughs> yes, absolutely. All right. Here's the message. While things look dark, hold tight and keep the faith. You have the support of outstanding people who will get you through. Starlings, these birds I just told you about, are among the most socially active of all birds. I think a lot of them are in Europe, but they're all over the world. They're all over the place. You can see them flying 
and roosting together. And each roost has a few thousand to several million birds. Million? Yes. They may fly over a 12-mile area looking for their home. And then other birds can sometimes join them, like join the ride. (laughs) And then when they arrive, it's like they announce themselves through a murmur. And that murmur is what I was describing, you know, those shapes that they create, like they fly together. Yes. And when you look at it, they create like shapes that we know. Like I've seen some videos of them over an ocean and they're flying in the sky and they're going from here to there. They're swirling, they separate, they come back together like water. And then they turn into something that looks like a whale for a second or two seconds. (laughs) Sometimes they come together and they look like one massive bird with wings and the beak and everything. It's outrageous. It's amazing that the collective works together like that. And aren't we the same? We're all a part of that. So what are we doing together? What are we creating? What are we... Exactly. And that was in my art rage. What I was trying to express last episode was that is what are we creating together? And where is it coming from? Is it coming from a place of love? Because, let me tell you, there are more, depending on what culture you're from, there are more meanings to this bird, the starling and the murmur. So listen to this. When this animal comes into your life, it suggests careful consideration as to with whom you spend time and how much they influence your thoughts and behavior. It's great to be part of a group. That's what we're all about. It's great to have a bunch of friends. It's great to be that, right? It's great to be a part of that massive group or a group. But not every single member has a positive impact on you. It's just how it goes. You need friends. Absolutely true. But be mindful of whom you let into your inner circle. Matt talks about this all the time with Aikido, right? What are you going to allow in your inner circle? We studied martial arts. That's how we met. We studied Aikido. Um, Matt was the teacher's pet. Hey. I was a rogue that came into the school that wanted to break everything. And so, <laughs> um, but, you know, you, you really brought that in a way I had not verbalized before what are you bringing into your circle you meaning matt i'm looking at matt right now matt would always say what are you bringing into your circle or hey i'm that or what are you holding on to in your circle right because we have a we have a bad we have interesting habits some of them good some of them bad and sometimes we pull something bad into our circle and we don't understand that we can kick it out and i'm as guilty as anyone And then why do we have it? What's the reason? What's the reason of benefit that we're choosing to have that in our circle? And once we become aware of that, we can very efficiently release it, clear it. Sometimes, yes. Sometimes, no, unfortunately. Really? Because we hold, people hold on to the weirdest, dangest things. But what I'm saying is when you realize what the real reason is, why you think it's beneficial that you have that, then it will leave you. Right. You Then that you realize you don't need it. That is true. Um, so I'm just going to repeat it again. Not every single member has a positive impact on you. You need friends. Yes, that's true. 
be mindful of whom you let into your inner circle. So a starling in many cultures offers insight on how to remain assertive, but not overbearing. The teaching of the starlet is to learn to be, it has, um, is, is, it's about the subtle nuances of group etiquette. So you'll be more successful in, in life. Like we need to work as a group. And to be successful in society, which is what I think the group is, mm -hmm. we have to understand etiquette, group etiquette, right? Yes, and understand each group's etiquette can be completely different. Exactly. Like I remember walking in the streets of Paris and I would be followed by strange men. Like overt, like it was overt, it was scary, mm -hmm. like chased down the street where I had to duck into a store and ask for help. And what I would do is like, look, look at these men who are following me right in the eyes. Like, hey, I know you're there. I know you're following me. But that increased the chase. Because in my culture in America, if I have eye contact with you, it lets you know, like, don't mess with me. Right. But in that particular culture, it was game on. So like, you know, you just have to know, like, Hey, you're not allowed to say certain words out loud in public. You can't yell fire in a movie theater. You can't say bomb in an airport. I had no idea, by the way. <laughs> so there's that. The subtle nuances of group etiquette. So we can be successful. Another meaning is about communication. I mean, if you think about how they do the murmur, how they move and they create shapes together and mm -hmm. they they fly together at such speed like so fast and then to turn all of a second all of a sudden in a second it's fantastic and not be like the one bird caught off right there's not one bird who gets caught out no misstep it's fantastic how does that happen you're like one mind you're in complete what is the word for it harmony i guess i don't know you know in aikido we would have said sticky key but where you just, you sense the muscle movements of the other. So, yes. Okay. So communication. Be mindful and present with the words you choose to speak. Be mindful. Be really aware of what words you're using and how they're affecting you. What words you're using, you're choosing to speak with. And then be brave about speaking your truth. Relationships require clarity. You need to be absolutely clear. So using those words, using those communication skills, and then figuring out in the most concise way to be clear about what you need to express. Vocalize your needs without shame. One of the other things about the bird, the starling, is that they mimic things. They can like shapeshift, not just in a murmur, but like, they can look different all of a sudden. So while the starling is a refined mimic, it does not use the ability casually. It doesn't take this ability to like mimic things and just do it all the time for no reason. It's very careful and deliberate about it. So use caution and try to make yourself into someone else's image because you can lose yourself that way. And then the final message that I have is about transformation. Who are you in the shadows and what happens in the light? 
It makes me think of so many different examples. Like when people don't have the spotlight and no one's listening, what do they say? And when the spotlight is on them, what do they say? How do you talk to each other? How do you talk to yourself at home? How do you talk to your family or kids at home? How do you behave when you think no one is watching? And then how do you behave when everyone is watching? It may be paranoia, but when I'm alone, I always think I'm being watched. So, or that's how I live anyway. So I am exactly who I appear to be. And that's how I offer, that's my offering to a friendship is this is exactly who I am in the dark by myself in a room. I'm speaking the same way. I'm looking the same way. You're not going to be surprised. The only surprise is if you assume things about me and that's coming from you. But I am exactly who I am. Do you know what I'm saying? I do. And unfortunately, I'm I'm rather a practiced mimic, I think, sometimes. Really? If you interview me, you get different me's depending on who you are, what questions you ask. You know, as far as like job interviews, you know, my even at a job, I'll notice my personality subtly shifting between different teams I'm on. But that that makes you really successful. Whereas me, I just get it makes, fired. It makes me relatable. <laughs> but the uh, but the the genuine aspect of my personality that survives the mimicry is the curiosity because I'm curious about everything. I wanna I wanna say that because I've known you for so long and you, you know I've we've shared an office for years mm-hmm. now for some years. I don't think you mimic. I think you know how to make someone comfortable. And so you're like, okay, I will let this part of my personality out because this is how the person can hear me in this situation. I don't think you mimic anything. I think that you're very aware of how someone can understand something at a particular moment. And then you speak to that. You are a very genuine person, Matt. I'm talking about when the person is not, you, they just put on a cloak. They put on a completely different face. They act not themselves. You're always so you. So more than just mirroring. Did I say mirroring? No, you didn't, but I just did. I never did. did. Yeah, you brought that I in. I just did. Yeah. Because that's a lot of what I do sometimes is mirroring. Yeah. You know, you pick up the syntax of that's, the person you're talking to, talking with. That's because you're a great listener, so you're noticing them. And so, yeah, you're, you know what they're about. You know what makes them comfortable. You're a good host. But I'm talking about, like, let's just take um, actresses. For years now, I've noticed that they all look the same. Remember we were talking about how we've lived in so many different cities, so many different places, in the United States especially, that, well, in the United States only, like, the two of us being together. Mm-hmm. And there, there are places where people look exactly the same. Right. Like, wow, in this one city... Women have the same. It's like a uniform. We think we're so individualistic, but wow, there's a certain look. There's a haircut, a certain way of dress. It is uniform. It is nuts. It's really funny. (laughs) But the East Coast isn't like that. We've noticed that on the West Coast and in the Midwest of the United States. Mm Mm-hmm. It's really remarkable. And when you look at actresses, when I see actresses, they all look the same. And then once in a while, there'll be an actress that pops up with a completely different body type, a different look altogether. And 
She works really hard at becoming the mainstream, and somehow she becomes the mainstream. A little bit, like, toned down of what she was. Mm -hmm. Yet, after that, all the actresses start looking like her, getting whatever they need done, surgically, whatever, to now transform themselves into that body type, into that hairstyle, into that hair color, into that skin color through makeup, through whatever, tanning, whatever. It's fascinating. So what I'm saying is, okay, let's just be true. That's what I was talking about. I think that's the sign I'm picking up from this bird, mimicking. Okay. Not mimicking. You know, being really careful. Well, I'm glad we clarified that for me. So anyway, that's the message today. Elaboration from you. You had no idea where I was going today. I did. <laughs> well, welcome to my world, folks. It's like boing. What do you mean? Who's to say? Um, I don't know. I mean, I've been in a couple of situations where I've wanted to be completely genuine and I've fallen on my face. Have you ever tried to tell somebody who's about to go perform? One of my bosses was going to go perform and I decided break a leg is that, you know, euphemism and who cares? I wanted to be more authentic and genuine. That's a terrible thing. Don't ever do that. If you take nothing else away, take that away. Just say break a leg or I hope you do well or whatever. Don't try and say something as horrific as break a leg, but not break a leg. You know, um, (laughs) I will never say any of that. My goodness. I just, I mean, I don't, I don't, we don't even buy this one bread that's been around for a long time now. It's called Dave's Killer Bread. We'll never buy it. Everyone we know loves that bread. It's been, now it's everywhere. It is. Everywhere we've been. And we've been around. We've been around. Across the whole country in the United States. And that that bread is everywhere. We will never eat it. Because it says Dave's killer bread. We're really careful about words. Wait, how did I get on the subject? What did I say about... (laughs) Why am I why am I talking about the killer bread? <laughs> We're very careful about what we say, what we eat, what we bring yeah. in. Yeah, what we bring into our circle and all of that. But um yeah, no. To no. die for? No, thank you. No. Cake to live for. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Just really, really careful with words. Really careful about what flock we're in and where the flock is going. Like we're all working in it together. We're all individualistic, yes, but who are we listening to? What's the one in that group that's maybe starting a murmur that should we shouldn't be going along with? Right. Yeah, be very careful about the messages that people give you. And one of those people is probably the TV. Unfortunately, I love the TV, but... Okay, I won't say TV, but propaganda. And all sides, it's getting very heavy-handed. Ooh, all of it, propaganda murmur (laughs) be careful (laughs) be discerning yeah it kind of goes back to what i was saying about the art world same thing what are we creating what direction are we headed in what's making us go up and down left and right what's making us clash what's making us pull apart and come together again what shapes are we forming what are we saying to each other that's the thought for today this week
Sounds good. Love you guys so much. Talk to you in a few days. Be well and be careful. Be choosy. Oh, um, the world is a small town and everyone is your friend. And there's something I tell everyone all the time. And I think I need to start saying it on the podcast. Have a beautiful every day. Love you. Matches with you. Okay.